0: Check, check. Check, 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 check. It, it goes into animal struggles, yeah. do. do, do, do. tick 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 see okay the thing you gotta do now is play the
1: songs yeah, oh, of course, yeah. 100%. Hello and welcome to... Bon- <laughs> uh, what did you expect me to do? Hello oh and my welcome- God, it spiked like crazy, wow. We're <laughs> doing the podcast. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Hot Singles uh, featuring, as you might have guessed, an in-person guest.
0: Hello, hello. Uh,
1: Marcy is in the UK. I'm in person, but uh, digitally
0: um, served to you uh, through the uh, format of uh, audio.
1: Wow. Wow, wow. So we thought what we'd do is, mossy has been in two weeks, um, so we thought we'd talk about the music we've seen because we've seen quite a lot of it and it's pretty good. And this music thing is pretty good, right? His music thing is pretty all right, got to say. Shout out, yeah. shout out to
0: uh, uh, email the podcast if you uh, have any thoughts about music. Um, yeah, just, just go ahead and do that.
1: All right, first up, what we've got is...
0: (laughs) Don't be so professional, look.
1: We're just chilling, okay? We are just chilling, but also I do like the idea of the, like, you say a thing, it's a one-liner. You get them to, like, be off guard, and then I, like, blast in. They're not sure whether I'm being professional or dissing you. And I thought that was a good bit. First up, we've got the very first band we saw.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So, Mm -hmm. we... I got in Wednesday, I I figured I would have been entirely too tired to go to a gig like the, the day I got, uh, got here.
1: Yeah, we were, we were running on extremely large amounts of adrenaline and tried to get um, on the door tickets for Soul Glow. I rem- we remember seeing
0: this when you're looking at gigs that are happening in the strip and you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to be too tired and I'm not going to make it.
1: But no, it turns out we were
0: uh, quite ready for a show.
1: Instead, well, Soul Glow was sold out on the door, which was sad, but that's what happens when you turn up at 8.30 for a gig where the headliner starts at nine, that's gonna happen. Um, so instead, I we just sort of wandered into the bar very near to my place called, I say bar, very, very good venue as well as very, very good pub called The Crofters' Rights, which almost always has something interesting on pretty much every day of the week.
0: Don't, don't worry, I'm just, I'm just uh, touching the pads on this uh, DJ. DJ here, yeah. It's, it's very tempting. Whoa.
1: Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, we saw an emo band, and we, they're called I Told You I Would Eat You, all one word. Um, the, we
0: okay, we didn't know who they were uh, before we got there and
1: after we got there. Uh, yeah, we literally had to look them up right now to make sure we actually remember the name, because we did not. But,
0: we had a drink so yeah, that's our excuse it's that should not be
1: an excuse but And also
0: anyway. the also there's shirts like it was a long name on the shirt so i was like I don't, I don't know how
1: to read this no it was very it was the visual language is incredibly like diy scrappy cool stuff and that's that's far too complex to actually you know get a get a fucking hold of um just very cool that i could very handily say like we couldn't get into the, the the show we wanted to, but Bristol's a cool music city, so we could just wander in off the street to this cool venue and see something cool, which is an emo band with a like who sing about queer shit, who've got a cute trans girl on drums, and who have two songs with over a hundred thousand hits on Spotify. Like, then no small fry over here. Um, I I really I really did like pull up to that like that room there, and I was like, oh that
0: yeah yeah that's a cute trans drummer wow yeah yeah wow. Wow. they can do
1: they can just do that you can just do that um so yeah we we had a, a great start any particular comments about the gig
0: um it was just nice i don't know emo's emo it it, it was a very strong emo uh vibe
1: yeah a shout out to the i am assuming t50 couple in the front row who were singing along to most of the set mm. um one of whom was wearing a very very chunky collar with a dog lead attached yeah yeah and it was just an ex- extremely powerful look black like black and yellow leather is like dominating the outfit it was just a, it was just a strong vibe um I think that's all we got to say for the first first one so what we got next is we went to a festival together a daytime festival in London called waterworks um Marcy likes dance music I think this is known I think this is true. Can you confirm? I broadly can confirm. You do seem to enjoy it when Mm. the the drums and the bass and the, the noises happen. So we went to a dance music festival, which was cool to like break Marcy's hasn't listened to much dance music live ducks. Um, so we've just a big list of all the sets we went to because we went early and we stayed late and it was really fucking good. Okay, just
0: to correct you, okay, I have I have seen dance music live. Technically, if you do County Port Robinson concert, uh,
1: that doesn't count. That's live. That's a gig. That's not a that's not a club night. That's not. I,
0: club, know, I get what you mean, that's but not a
1: DJ set. Um, so we saw a lot of DJs. We started off the night the night we started off at midday, frankly, and we started with Big Dyke Energy, which is as exactly as you would expect the one of the premier queer promoters in London. Um, people have already, we've shown people this poster and people saw Big Dyke Energy and laughed as if this isn't like the quite serious and earnest attempt at like, you know, l- like... L- this-
0: okay t- t- okay also these are the s- these okay sorry not to go on and uh, friends or whatever mm. but these are the same people that are going on about like uh air and octa like label uh like uh T4T, t- love t- energy.
1: T4T, <laughs> t4t love energy yeah like you know <laughs> sometimes the t for t love energy is replicated by like early gen z's and this is what it looks like and that's just good that's just okay yeah yeah um but though, it, that said, 35-year-old, what, well, imagining I know exactly how old is a fool's errand. You know, non-children who are, like, trans couples living in, you know, forests and having a good time making music together. They live is, in a forest. They do live in a forest. Oh. do you not watch any of the streams over the, like, pandemic? They just kept on putting on, like, cool DJ shows. I shows, had and, not. No. That, it's a very good vibe. The interviews are so wonderful because they just, like... Just pal around in the forest and make music and have a really lovely time together. Mm. It's quite nice. I mean, it's being in tune, so like yeah, they, they they make some great stuff. They're great DJs. Um, that was yeah. First up, it was very much just uh like here's some party tunes to get you ready for the, the perfect uh, kind of opener. Yeah.
0: Even though there's more technical, wait no.
1: No, they were opening. Tw- the the twelve AM shift was the the, tw- the the midday shift was the opening set, and yeah, like just you know. Play, play some very happy, glad, like, exciting stuff to get people going, get people in the mood, get, people sorry, get the drinks in early, and get them in hard, and get you ready to dance. I think it was a good start. Would people drink that early? Absolutely.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, the people can handle uh, uh, much more alcohol than me.
1: Yeah, that is true. But you are a lightweight. And we, yeah. We, we still respect you for it. Um, Who's we? We... Th- The audience, I'm speaking as a applicant of the audience right now.
0: Okay. If you
1: have any comments about that, email us the podcast. Please, flood the inbox. I'm not even sure what this inbox actually is, but make it my DMs. It'll be great.
0: Um, Please DM
1: me. Please get the uh, the, uh, Twitter bots
0: out of my DMs, please. (laughs) Uh, That shit's annoying.
1: um, Next (laughs) up was Toshiki Ota, who was playing pretty much concurrently i think set uh, went on a little longer we didn't catch a huge amount of but i think the overriding thing of that one was as well as just some like very good downtempo chill out stuff which was like a really nice moody way to get into the, like mm. the swing of things we heard the orteca remix of bip right yeah And you said I think for the first time it was the first time I like got that hearing
0: it. Yeah, hearing it in like on like club speakers, and I was like, oh, oh, okay,
1: all right. So what was the block before? Because like to be clear, this is a a a notorious and beloved remix. It came out just after Sophie passed, which was like made it, it sort of a thing that everyone focused around as like a way of you know we have this new track to like work through shit with. But it's an it's a remix of a track that we know and love. I so. think
0: I think when like my first reaction, I was like, I did like it, but it was like very it was like jarring on first listening because like I know the original, but like the Artaker remix, like I know who they those guys are, and like like you know like a a, a, a remix of Sophie like that you know, set up for something crazy, but it's like a very like slow and like sludgy. Yeah.
1: Um. And yeah, it, it's really heady. The gender fuckery is right on the surface because it is the pitched up vocals repitched down. And it's, it's almost, yeah, it it feels very woozy and very sludgy. And I liked it a lot in that context. It made a lot of sense. And a sort of like a set bridging between hip hop, down tempo, slower end of house and techno. Just a good vibe.
0: Yeah.
1: Next set was a rager. Like, pretty much everything we saw from this point on was some kind of excellent. Um, and, yeah. First up, TVSI... Shit! We think the poster had the name wrong. Let me double-check on the actual, like, Bandcamp Artist page. Uh,
0: T- come on, you type.
1: Yeah! TSVI. I'm going to say it wrong forever now because I saw it on... um the poster wrong and they had it on the poster wrong or the the fucking uh because the poster
0: is tvsi yeah
1: fuck that it's tsvi um and at some point i'll get it down i don't have it down yet but yeah uh who I, I have no idea who they are like what she she was great the track she played was great but i just hadn't heard of her at all and all that TSVI was someone who I was, like, actively seeking out and making sure we were going to see because I just love his production. The sound was cool. It was a very nice set. Any overriding memories from that one or just, like...
0: I was just having a good time. I don't, it was my first time, like, really, like, being amongst, like a, like, a crowd. I was, like, there for, like, dance music and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's
1: exciting. Yeah. And, yeah, my, my overriding thing is, like, I my favourite lane is always going to be the, like techno question mark but maybe a bit off bit fl- like less full to the flowy and a bit more funk that funky and a bit more breaks and a bit more electroy. like that's the zone that i'm like I'm,
0: like a good like early like um like daytime like nice set is like when like they really throw in a lot of like like uh like latin influenced techno mm. like that stuff's like you're in like la- like latin house stuff like that stuff's
1: great yeah yeah exactly that was just like it was a, a wide selection at a really like. Clearly, like, really masterful one. And a couple just, like, it's a festival. Like, not everything is going to be, like, deadly serious. There were a couple just, like, party tunes. And it was a lot of fun. I just think T.S.V.I.'s production's really excellent. That bleeds through into its taste. And that was the sort of overriding impression I got from the set. Great. Next up. No, no, you got to mention the ending of the set. No, no, well, I was... I told you it was Drum. What? It was Drum. He played the what Hi.
0: that wasn't drum i swear it was drum it was not drum i remember no because we were no because we were like like sitting down like resting and stuff and you're like no like i've heard drum before okay no you want to go to drum now
1: no mm. no i i swear because drum was straight in at the 160 170 stuff Drum was like going off in like IDM world, like yeah, but the the, the whole point was like the the Hackney Parrot remixes of one forty.
0: Yeah, that was not that was super not the drum set. I t- you're just completely wrong
1: here. Fine, okay, I, no, I, you're convincing me because I just said that the the, the drum set was faster, and did, didn't Fine, the last set on the TSVI of uh, the TSVI and Echo were uh, thing was a bootleg or edit of Hackney Parrot blew the fucking roof off like absolutely the most like ecstatic joyous wonderful glorious moment it was great it's good yeah Hackney Parrot tune that particular edit of it I will pull it up very briefly just so I can tell people what to look for on the internet you can download it from SoundCloud I think yes you can because we just did it because we're going to put it in a mix very shortly my PC's been very slow at loading its files. Excuse me. I blame your RAM. I also blame my RAM. Do I need new RAM? I need a new everything. You need a new everything. This PC's like... Yeah,
0: big ass computer. And there's like parts from like 10 years
1: ago in here. Really are. I think my PC build is like 8, 9 years old now. I bought a big case on the expectation I'd upgrade it at some point, And I just never upgraded it. Still waiting for winner. This is, winner. Crazy. This is <laughs> deeply unusual. No, I clicked the Fuck it. Fuck it. You don't get to find out. You don't get to find out. It's an exclusive. Up later. Oh fuck you. They're making me do work. I don't wanna do work. Um next up D bridge. Oh
0: no, no, no. We, uh, you gotta mention we did have some nice macaroni in We did have
1: some excellent macaroni and cheese. <laughs> It was so good. It was very nice. Deebridge. Uh Playing D- with well, Deebridge presents Black Energy. Black Energy. Black Electric. Black Electric, not Energy. Um, clearly mixing up with Jalen in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Live set playing a mix of stuff that's on record, a mix of stuff that's not. Bridge's last stuff has, like ventured into more like modular and analog gear, drum and bass as well as ambient stuff. This was very much like a 160 to 170.
0: No, it was like like 140 150ish. It started there and got Started faster. there and it got faster. Yeah,
1: like it was a mix of like electroy stuff that got into like the more nerdy like electroy end of drum and bass.
0: Yeah. Like I think some people were like we're in that crowd and I think some people right were in there were we were expecting like a more like more traditional drum and bass set from D Bridge. Yeah, one hundred percent. I knew seeing the presents by electric, I was like,
1: it's gonna be this, a live thing. Yeah, it's gonna
0: be a live thing because mm-hmm. he's because he's been like on this like wave for his like his past releases.
1: Yeah, I looked it up. It's called the Disaffected Bootleg Hackney Parrot Disaffected Bootleg. Go look it up. Save me from doing editing work.
0: Just play a step in the thing. Oh, uh, it's so small. You can just do it. Fine.
1: Uh, Kessler, Kessler, you, you the one who knows more about Kessler than I do.
0: No, like yeah, because like Kessler's made some great tunes. I like, and I knew going in, I was like, like you might not know as well as me, but like they're gonna throw on like a crazy set. It's like totally full of like Marcy Core energy, and yeah. it totally was. So you you were surprised? You said that how quickly it went to D B, right? It started off like just very jungly. I was I was because like. Because, yeah, because I think, like, they're, like, their latest races I mean, have been more of like, you know, like, technically stuff, but, like, yeah, it's, like, starting off, like, you know, hardcore jungle stuff. Hell, yeah. And so, like, I was, like, hell, yeah, you know, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> hell, yeah. Um... Uh, it was great. Um, there was, I saw two people beside me just do a pump of coke while I was, like, in the crowd. I was, like, god
1: damn. Now, now you know, you made it. You've... I will say it was a druggy crowd, not by m- most standards. Like, I just think it was, okay. you know... And end of the summer um, festival party just seemed to have an energy about it. Maybe also we were at the drum and bass stage, um, which maybe attracted a certain yeah. kind of individual. Yeah, I it know.
0: was it was def it was the stage like so, for like you know like this is you know like serious like dance heads like you know you're here for you know it's for all the. Harder stuff was all the nuts yeah. and all
1: the people who clearly needed a vast quantity yeah. of coke to keep themselves going through. To be clear,
0: I'm not like I'm not trying to like get off crossing and like skeeved out or anything because like you know just do whatever. Yeah. But I was just you know I was just sitting there. I was like it's like at the same time. it Was impressive. It just, yeah, was impressive. just doing like a bump off like it's like a like a house key. i was like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. Although they weren't, you know, there's a lot of drugged up people uh, near us, and it was hard to dance. That
1: became a problem later. But first, drum DJ R U M drum. You were trying to
0: convince me not to go to
1: this set. I was, I was like in need of a drink and a pee, and I thought this was Ugh. was going to be the right time to do it because I remember drum as like a. I'm trying to remember when Berlin Strasse got released. DJ R U M. Uh, Singles and EPs. It's not here. Seven
0: hours later.
1: The problem with drum was I clearly mixed drum up with another artist with possibly a similar artist name who I thought made like somewhat generic German techno of a style that was like very consistent and was going to be really good and competent and not remarkable and men i didn't feel a need to urgently rush despite really wanting to see the set in some amount anyway
0: i had told you before i went i was like this is one of the sets
1: i would like to see and then, so we missed the first five to 10 minutes of it. Thankfully, not that long. It wasn't, one. it was more. I don't think so. Cause it was a, it was a long boy. It was a long one, but we did miss a good chunk. It was a, an hour and a half set. And cause what happened was we walked straight from the previous stage, which was, oh, we definitely missed more of it because Kessler ran into it. That's what happened. Yes. So what we happened was Kessler finished. We were like, ah, drum sounds good. I was hearing it. I was like, "There's some like banging drum
0: and bass going over there," and you're just like not having it.
1: So I went for a piss. That's true. And then I came back and we watched the second half of drum set. It was fucking incredible. I was telling you, it was really fucking good. I was fu- I was in the zone there. You were in the zone. It's really fucking good. Um, straight in on the like, not quite footworky, but on the techier end of like one sixty stuff faster more aggro it was past 160 it was good well, i definitely pushed past it i just mean in terms of aesthetic like it was a lot of the very like yeah nerdy non-fought-the-floor experimental like fast it
0: was interesting because like going from like like the, the set we saw there from like uh TSVI. Mm. It was like, you know, very, you know, like very clubby, very, you know, force to the four. And then going from like that to like drum on the same stage.
1: Yeah. Where I would have fully expected TSVI to be more experimental, quote unquote. And drum was just pushing like weird, like similarly weird, but just faster. And therefore just, you know, by its nature a bit more. Like, like...
0: almost like like square push like drum base bass energy.
1: Yeah. Tiny bit of the drum based bass stuff going on there.
0: I wish, uh, I need a... I wish there were fucking tracklists for this stuff.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, all the IDs we got, we've collected up and we're going to use at various points. But it is simply hard to figure out what everything is. Sometimes you just do not know. And that's okay. But you live with it and you move on. Next up, Anz, who makes just, you know, like... Sick shit. Just like the sickest, like, peak time, garage, house, you know like can absolutely rip a dance floor up.
0: Guaranteed a good set.
1: Guaranteed, guaranteed a fucking party. Unfortunately, that meant that like the set, as it went on, the the dance floor in the space got ever more crowded up to the point where there was a very, very out of it man. He was throwing his sizable body around in a way that was like not making anyone's life particularly pleasant. It's just like taking up so much physical space, like quite an inordinate amount of physical space because he just could not control himself like physically. You're noticing more than me, I think. I mean, I was in front of you and therefore getting bumped into it regularly. Okay,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and this is something that you do end up learning to do is like physically putting yourself on the line to like protect the people you're with, <laughs> which is something I absolutely did. And like he got shoved a bunch and it just got a bit aggy and like you don't want to be there when it starts getting a bit aggy. So mm. we decided to head elsewhere which was to take a quick breather and try and get into good position for battle and ski Musk. yes which,
0: which we didn't know like i remember looking at the lineup we didn't know it was going to be at b2b
1: we didn't be, really at the, all the, 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 uh, the
0: Clash finally came out
1: yeah um which sounds sounded incredible the problem is they put them on at one of the smallest stages i was so confused about that why would you do that it's a 2 hour set from two of the probably bigger names in your lineup and you put them on in a small tent with very little space up front so, which meant that at the changeover from SPF DJ, who was playing very straightforward like you know dungeon techno um i say dungeon techno endearingly right i promise um at the set changeover there's a lot of movement and a lot of crushing in and it just got to the point where it was super overheated and pretty unpleasant and the sound well, so was great.
0: all green <laughs>
1: um... The tent was just green. Yeah, the yeah the, the vibe was just slightly oppressive and it wasn't fun, a fun place to be. And the unfortunate thing was because it was also a smaller set, as soon as you got to a space where it's physically comfortable, you were one, outside the tent and two, hearing the main stage much more clearly, which at that point was playing Palm Strikes, which is like, fine, great, but not what I'm there for. I'm there for and Ski Mask. Yeah. Which was unfortunate. So we had to pass on that. What well, that meant, though, is we went back to the stage we'd been seeing at Bridge and Kessler and caught Crust live. Yes. Crust is a Bristol drum and bass icon playing, like, up-to-date, freshened edits of his back catalogue. They're just kind of slammed. Yeah. Just
0: kind of slammed. Very good. Very nice drum bass set. Very, you know, traditional.
1: Yeah. Just like very straightforwardly, like you want to hear some rip and bass lines and some breaks. Like that's about it. It's very straightforward. And then possibly the highlight of the whole day was Malai and Koki, Digital Mystics, playing the last hour and a half.
0: Okay. Okay. For context... Uh, we we're like when we were trying to figure out like the last set we we're gonna try to be at. There were two sets they're we having at the same time, which was Dislamistics and a uh, Caliber at a different stage. And I was and I was like gen- I was like seriously like ah which one am i gonna want to go to. But I ended up saying it the Dislamistix set because I was like, like Caliber Caliber's gonna be nice. It's gonna be a great drum and bass set, but it like how often are you gonna get a good chance to get to see like a Mal and Koki set like in london like headlo- headlining set at that stage like a proper ass like dubs at night
1: yeah like it's with an mc yeah well with three and full, full rotation like everyone who'd been mcing through the day ended up on the stage doing the, doing bits with each other it was just a very fucking and the moment.
0: crowd was fucking like yeah
1: like the, this is sort of like at once you get like serious respect for that label, that collective that scene as well as like this is a bunch of 25 to 35 year olds who like grew up on that stuff and were like reliving clearly some like teenage memories because everyone knew, everyone could sing along with the bass lines like everyone knew the, the bits inside out it was very fucking good that time. was crazy Crazy. crazy. Uh, yeah dubstep is great actually Dubstep is fucking it's
0: good.
1: It's always been good. Shut up. It's all No. Actually, I think actually people coming for Dubstep's neck and we are not having it. Um, who are those people? Who are those people? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm talking very generically. I'm not actually sure. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna buy one of those I love Dubstep shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you need to get one of the snapbacks at a very dirty mm. angle. Yeah. No, that's no, a it's a flat brim. Flat brim. Wait, hang on. Is that not a snapback? And clearly, do you not know my American cap?
0: No, twenty ten, early twenty tens. It was all snapbacks, flat brims.
1: There we go. There we go. Um, it's yeah. got to be at a jaunty angle. You got to write the mm, Face when you do it. Yeah, yeah. You can have a swag shirt. Swag, so much swag.
0: And your uh, your, your your pants
1: got sag a little, just a touch. Um. Waterworks was wonderful. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had... it. This was midday to half ten, solidly pretty much dancing, aside from the very good mac and cheese. I don't think I've had a single festival day that was so consistently high quality like yeah. this. I'm slightly unfortunate about the crowd stuff, but like, what? Well, who fucking cares? Like, we all saw great stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, so... Um, I was not sure I was going to make it through that whole day with, like, the sandwich, like actually a glass through.
1: Be be present, yeah.
0: As it turns out, um, just like sitting down in like a field of grass for like five, 10 minutes does like wonders. Who knew? Genuinely. Who knew? Um, Uh, uh, Before you head off, um, there were sets that we did want to go to, but didn't miss out because
1: of like set conflicts. So just to give a shout out to the people we didn't manage to see, I'd say Peach, all back- we, Peach we missed twice. Peach we missed twice. Peach, Peach went back to back with Hodge on the same night as one of the other the sets we went to, uh, gigs we went to, which was just fucking dumb, bad. That's crazy. Horrible timing. Um, in retrospect, maybe we would have preferred the Peach and Hodge night to what we went to, but we went to something with a very singular uh, vibe. Uh, I don't
0: know, we'll, we'll it was, talk about it. It, it
1: was special, but in a very weird and interesting way. Yeah, Peach, Ola and Amalia back to back. Midland and Sasha back to back. Benny were and Call Super back to back. DJ Storm, DJ Storm, and Calibre. That's sort of the, the sort of list of people we were like looking at, making sure we, we could try and get to, and didn't manage to. That's a pretty fucking good list. Like, yeah. That you, if this was a very stacked lineup, and we had a very good time with it. Um, but that was all we went to in London. Yeah. So, let's just clear these out.
0: You can't mentally just clear it out?
1: No. No. So, we had to leave London pretty sharpish after we'd been there for a while. Not too sharp. Not too sharpish. After the the couple days we had there. They had to give us
0: enough, enough time of rest.
1: To go see?
0: Trico. Trico. Which. This was one of the gigs that was like the like there was, there was, two gigs that, uh, like I remember uh, we were trying to plan out this trip and like, uh, just like scrolling through like uh, the gigs in town. And I remember like, like the second time around or so I was like looking at it and I was like, oh, Trico's playing? Oh, we're going.
1: Yeah, it was very simple. You, like, you saw the thing and you were just like, oh, that's a very simple auto buy. And yeah, that gig was mind blowing. Uh, incredible 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 um
0: just tell me a bit about trico like how do you feel about trico they're very good just a very like you know uh you know japanese rock band with uh very mathy influences um uh all all the members are very cool and cute uh shout out and they're just like the just
1: the perfect kind of like marcy core vibes yeah like the two things really struck me they're incredibly catchy. They've got such incredibly good hooks. Um, at the same time as, like, obviously all the time signature wank, all the... Yeah, like, it,
0: it's, like, it makes sense somehow. Like, like not, not that it doesn't make sense usually, but, like... Yeah. It, it like, just... It flowing just naturally in, like, their songwriting.
1: Yeah, the songwriting is so good because, like, they are unashamed at putting some very stonkingly good hooks in there. Um, and... The second part was just that, like, sometimes with massive bands, groups, whatever, you get the sense that they are, like, obsessed with the technicality and, like, want to get the technical stuff right, and that's what they're driven by. They were so clearly having so much fun on stage. Like, they were just having a great time, like, a wonderful time, joking with each other, lots of that, like, very intense, like, playful, but also, like, demanding eye contact between each other. The... And just, like, really expressive and really joyous ways of playing, singing each other's parts spontaneously, like, ah, so good, so good. Um, Yeah, like, completely won me over on the spot, uh, having been, like, only personally familiar with that stuff. I told you. Yeah, you did tell me, and you were right. Um, So that was a very, very good gig. Um, God, the guitarist was just, like, like... We managed, to park ourselves front. Out, yeah. Yeah, we managed to park ourselves front left. One of the things I will say, like, Bristol is a wonderful music city. I think I've said versions of this on the pod before, but like one of the things that makes it a great music city is that it's got incredible small to mid-sized venues, which means There's that tons of them. So many, um, which means that we get, incre- and also just a great music reputation, which means we get incredible bands coming through. Like for a city this size, it gets an outsized number of very, very good bands. They get to play at rooms which are like decently sized, but small and intimate enough that you aren't particularly worried about the gig selling out massively. And you aren't ever going to be crowded out into a corner. You can always get a decent spot without being crowded with really good sound, so consistently. I've never been in a position where I could so consistently get great spots at great gigs without having to plan literally months in advance. Even in London, like, sometimes you plan months at the bus and it's a great gig, but, like, you're still in a room that's, like, a couple hundred people more than it needs to be, and it's packed out, and that means it's a really intense experience, which is sometimes really excellent, but, like, you know, you would love them to have two nights at a smaller, smaller venue for, it, for a better vibe. Bristol it's just, like, so many excellent venues and so beautifully scaled for the, the ways you want to listen to the, the cool bands that you want to listen to. Uh, that's the Bristol bit. Onwards
0: to Batu. Batu. So w- the re- one of the reasons why we skipped out on like trying to like you know tough it out for the Batu and Ski set was like we knew that like we had planned out to go see Batu at a uh, Bristol gig uh, later
1: on the yeah Batu the was curating a festival called Unmass a bunch across a bunch of venues yes. in the city of Bristol. Um, we didn't go to many of the things
0: there were some we wanted to go to
1: yeah there was there was a whole bunch There's
0: a, uh, yeah there was a daytime
1: the venue like, of daytime yeah yeah just clashed with the thing we went to the next night which was we'll, we'll talk about very shortly yeah but yeah the uh the night we went to was Batu and Josie Rebel headlining um we this I guess is like your first experience of like a Nevada Commerce club yeah. And it also wasn't a very typical club because this is a, a venue which is a great arts venue but it's also more of a gig space than a club space which they clearly very very well fitted out for its uh, for the night but um, still was oriented like a gig space and had like was spilled out very horizontally like they put the they put the decks in the middle horizontally of a yeah it was interesting a, a yeah. quite deep room instead of putting them on stage. Which makes a lot of sense, but also, like, means that we spill out horizontally in an interesting way. It was a fun time. It was a fun time. Yeah, it was yeah. an interesting use of a... Good lighting. Slightly, yeah. The lighting was amazing. Um, that sound system... <laughs> that sound system is legitimately the first time, I think, first... Okay, many things I experienced for the first time. I first... Experience experienced for the first time a sound system with a sub bass so powerful it made me nauseous. Like it literally wibbled my tummy guts enough to make me genuinely think there was a small chance I might throw off. Don't say tummy guts. I'm going to say it anyway. It wibbled my stomach juices enough. Don't say that either. <laughs> what, what would you like me to say? Just say guts. No, that's, that's I'm trying to be poetic. Um, I'm not sure it's working. It sounds twee. My stomach juices. That's not <laughs> both not to and also very honest. Genuinely, like hit, hit me in a way that made me nauseous. The second was, um, it was resonant in ways that meant the sound was, while well, incredibly balanced in the main space, when you went to go get a drink, you got assaulted in a way that was threatening to deafen you near instantly. <laughs> uh, I've never heard a space like, resonate the sub-bass so aggressively. Um, third, the, the set was so loud that even when it was playing bangers, the crowd was in this sort of stupor. Like, <laughs> the crowd was, like, hardly moving. It was slow-motion moving relative to how intense and danceable the set was. I think because it was so loud, you literally couldn't, like, get into a body group. You were, you were like, physically tense and, like, holding yourself against... The, like, immense pressure and the immense, just, like, intensity of the sound.
0: I'm surprised that building was able to hold in that sound, like, as well as it did. It very fucking well did. Because um, it didn't leak much outside the venue. Not at all. But it
1: was monstrously loud inside. I thought, I, I yeah, for my part, I thought it was pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you just ruined it because, like, you want to hear the sound. For some of it, at
0: least. Yeah. Like, specifically for a cassette like Batu, it was like, it was, like, a two-hour,
1: like... Proper like, like going in
0: like when I say bass like bassy rager, it's not like like very like you know. Now when you think of like bass, it's like like
1: it's not a tear out tear out thing. No, no, but it is like you know, a full exploration of the range of like things you can do in like generally British dance music sound, at its most like, at the, the like hinge point between the experimental and the danceable, and very clearly with like time spent to sequence like house and te- what te- mostly techno speed stuff and then dubstep speed stuff and then rave jungle speed stuff all in succession each parceled out each very clearly well planned and like just immaculately well put together
0: yeah don't the, like, the moment like uh there was this grind track that didn't know mm. but yeah. when it hit i
1: was like Fuck! Just like <laughs> just having that sitting alongside your like classic dubstep rages, alongside your like new age broken beat. I say broken beat. The like new age hashtag deconstructed club like. Well, let's say deconstructed. No, but you know what I mean. That sort of like non 4 to the floor experimental yeah. sound design heavy bass music that like gestures towards techno without really being genre or anything. Yeah, really fucking good.
0: Yeah, and when I hit that uh that breakage track.
1: Yeah. Um, crowd went nuts. Crowd went nuts. Breakage, iconic artists of the, like, early hinge points of Dubstep and Jungle in the, like, 20, 2000, late 2000s, early 2010s. One of my all-time favourites, the, the the record foundation, it's on digital Soundboy. It's a legendary record. Still think about that, that release all the fucking time. And one of the tracks of it higher was probably the peak moment of the set. And we had a fucking party, too. Anyone
0: who's in London or Bristol, just, like, when they hear, like, a dubstep track... there There, are, off, there is like... a
1: small selection of, like, absolutely iconic dubstep tracks. Like, honestly, I wouldn't have intuitively put higher in there for me. Pers- like, sorry, for the general public, it is definitely there for me. But, like, you know...
0: I, I'm i more so thinking, like, just when they hear the sound...
1: Oh, yeah, there is a there is just, like, a... There's
0: just, like, a very,
1: like... Like, very, uh... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like a deep innate like yeah. response yeah exactly yeah it's a deep recognition yeah like i think partly because this is one of the last great scenes that felt both organic and also really innovative like afterwards there was a deep house wave and afterwards there was a techno wave and both of those were fun in different ways but like didn't feel definitively british or like they were pushing the envelope they were very much like Returning old stuff in new and saleable guises, and like I think we are at a really really fucking exciting point right now for this like new wave of club and bass stuff that is, flouting genre laws and like pushing into more experimental and sound designy places, and also gleefully nicking back what EDM stole, in terms of yeah I, I, I mean, and sound I mean design. you know me
0: yeah if y'all know me I'm just very into this new like like re- regenerative vibe of like proper like hardcore break jungle like get like like having an actual like resurgence
1: and it's so good that it is um but like this is a space that feels again really organic and also fully in dialogue with the like aughts and early tens dubstep and drummer bass scenes which means bristol's such a wonderful place to be given it generates so much of those scenes itself and is now nurturing some of the new stuff uh
0: to note also um Before I got here, before I was able to get to uh, my stay in Bristol, or in the UK in general, there was this festival in town uh, that was like the week before I came, Shalafi Festival, with just like literally just look down the line of artists there. It's like all the names I would want to see here.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, I could not go because I was splashing through work and preparing for Marcy to arrive. So I did not get that myself, but like the lineup was bonkers, predictably bonkers. Yeah, like
0: Coco Bryce, then Amadio, I think it was Gward, uh, Tim Reaper, who was like looking up and down, like to see like, is he playing anywhere like yeah. that I could like try to go to. Uh,
1: th- we don't need to pull up the lineup, you can go look it up yourself if you're really interested, but like, you know, that that's that's the energy we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, that Batu set was weird and strange and exhausting and physically demanding. And also the first set where I was just like, "Oh god, I need earplugs," and they're staying in the whole set, and it just worked. It was just great.
0: Yeah, although I, I, I you know, I, I kind of, you, st- I stuck it out. and It yeah, was yeah.
1: fine. Yeah, but again, I, I want. Although with my...
0: I will say I did enjoy it, but my 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 shoulders yeah. were like kind of sore by like by the time we left. I was like, "Oh, okay."
1: Yeah, genuinely one of the most physically demanding sets I've ever been in, despite being in really comfortable temperature with loads of space around no one bumping into you it was just a fucking ordeal being in front of speakers that loud (laughs) it was was great nuts uh shout out to trinity center shout out to batty and time dance like the new record's great everyone please go check out batty's record
0: run up those numbers
1: indeed
0: um the next
1: night the very next night
0: very next night
1: this is
0: this, this was the second gig where I was looking up gigs, seeing who's come was coming in town. And then, yeah, next line after two I was like, oh, is that DJ Swisher there? Oh, I guess we're going there too.
1: I guess we are. Um, DJ Swisher is one of like Juice Bounce Works, like Juke Bounce Works. Shout out Juke Bounce Work. Like staple, like like one of the guys in that scene and in that crew, who just like so predictably and consistently puts out excellent, really danceable footworky slash technoy slash occasionally jungly stuff. Like, yeah, like DJs in a in like exactly the lane that you care about in particular. Yeah,
0: exactly my lane. Shout out. Shout out to Marcy
1: Corleone. Yeah, Marcy Lane is a good lane. Um, I will say the set before Swisher was by K-Means, who's a local Bristol DJ. And one of the other very cool things is now that I've been here for a little while, we're going out a little while, you start to recognize local names who are supporting bigger out-of-town artists who you actually want to go and see because you really love what they're doing. K-Means has now very quickly become one of them. Shout out, like just a, a very pure footwork and juke set that... Yeah. Did exactly what we were after.
0: I remember getting there and like hearing, hearing the footwork going on I was like, ah, oh, I'm home. Right. I'm here. That's where yes. I'm meant to be. Yes.
1: Um, just very, very good. Very, very good. Um, any comments about the DJ Switches? I
0: will say we, we missed the beginning of it because we're outside having a drink and like uh, we didn't realise that like, the sweats, that the sets had switched over Although I did, I did recognize that, like, I think it switched over because like, I was There like, was
1: definitely a, a the, the tempo dropped from, footwork from 160 to 140 or so.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, having a good time. You know, I was like, oh, I noticed that set change, like that set change. That's cool. And then I was having a drink and I was like, wait, because I kept peeking in. I was like, looking, I was like looking at it, scoping it. And then I was like, oh, wait, is that, is that some Robinessa here? Yeah. Uh Oh, I think we should probably try to head in here. And then we're in the crowd, like looking and he was like, wait. That's that, that is just him. That's just
1: him. Wait. <laughs> wait, I guess it's time for the main set. Cool. Um, it was just a fucking party.
0: Lucky for me, I had I was like, okay, you know what? I have my second
1: drink, like right now. Yes. We were just ready <laughs> to fucking go. Yeah. Um uh yeah. What one entirely um fortuitous lucky thing. An old uni friend completely coincidentally was in town who I bumped into at the start of this night um, because he was there to support the dancers that were on stage who are some of the few footwork teachers in the UK and they'd come along, been hired to do live footwork on stage with the sets which was really fucking cool As I say um, shout out to, uh, Mob Beverage, um, who, who had to get back early because the following day was the launch of the DJ crew he's part of, Step 2. Um, go give that a check out if you would be interested. Um, but yeah, just very fucking cool. Not only to see Friends, but also to see Footwork actually fucking happening. Yeah. And... Yeah. The set was just really good. Yeah. Just, like... Switch is one of those kinds of artists who, like... You don't need anything particularly remarkable to just have a really, like, extraordinarily good time. And, like... I mean, I knew I was
0: in for a good time. Yeah, and like... And I was like, I gotta get properly drunk for this, so I'm, like, fucking...
1: We, we kind of went in. It
0: was, the, it was the last gig we had scheduled, so I was like, okay, this is the one I gotta, like, go out for. Yeah. You gotta commit. And I uh, sure did.
1: Yeah. And we... <laughs> The lights came up at three a.m. and we were having a wonderful time.
0: I was I was like I thought I was gonna like, tired out. I was like, nah man, I wanna be here longer. I wanna fucking I could have I, I could, I gone for another hour or two
1: if they let me. Just just a really excellent night. And again, Bristol makes it really easy and really like hospitable and and like just like chill to go out late, to stay out late, to come home late and have a really good time while you're there. Um Vibe was really good, kind of fresh as he. It's fresh as week right now. I have a feeling there were a bunch of young uni students there for, for for early parties together, or maybe like you know undergrads coming back, you know that kind of vibe. Youngish crowd, but also a crowd that was really into it. Space is lovely. Just, I can only say good things. I can mm. only say good things.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so.
0: All we have left. No, is no, wait, no. Oh. I have oh. some. I have some ports about some uh, fun little incidents. Ooh. About uh, while we were out uh at the clubs. Uh, most of them don't shirts. Mm. So um. So we were at Waterworks. Um, I pulled up. Uh, I was wearing out a uh it was a, death. It was a death shirt of uh, their debut record I can't remember the name
1: Bloody Gore something Scream Bloody Gore yeah
0: probably right yeah
1: Scream yeah, Bloody yeah. Gore yeah great artwork
0: yeah great um I was wearing that shirt out I was at the Debrid like or was, I can't remember it was Debrid or Kessler it was at that stage mm-hmm. uh this dude uh he was like near me he like came up to, he tried to come up to me he tried to talk to me saying like that's a cool shirt that's a cool that's a cool design you got there. That's a cool on. did you make this? Uh what uh, where'd you buy this from? What brand is this? Can you tell me? And I was like, dude, I just I just bought this online. I, I just have heard I should have bought off the internet. I don't know what to tell you, man. I I mean I did not say this is show because it was loud music and I was trying to I'm not going I'm not gonna talking loudly.
1: No. But, but I, I do find it very funny where like if he's asking, what brand is it? Like, one, he's made the mistake of just, you know, he's he's got something he's got something wrong. Here. He's got wise crossed there. But also, I just appreciate that, like, your response was not like, "Oh, it's a band T-shirt." This is great heavy metal band called Death. They're sick. That artwork's sick.
0: I was not trying to have a conversation.
1: No, but it was just, it was a it was a funny little moment because I overheard part part of this and just like, <laughs> there's a way of having that conversation that's like, that like doesn't do mm, that doesn't function as a put down quite as hard as you did <laughs> <laughs> you just went straight in for like i don't know what to say man you've just got this wrong you have clearly got the wrong end of the stick.
0: you're just wrong man i, you, I don't know man do, do can you do you not just recognize a band shirt when you see one exactly um
1: second up was batty Batu, yeah uh
0: i was wearing a shirt i got that day right Day no, before.
1: no, not, day, not that day, not that Two day. Two days before, uh, it had to be a couple days before. A couple days before, in yeah. In London.
0: Yeah. Uh, we, had, we had been down to the Tate Modern, and I grabbed a shirt while I was there. It's a very cool shirt. Mm. Um, I wore it up to that Batu gig, and while I was there, a guy from the crowd, who was just like, hey, cool shirt, cool shirt, man, cool shirt. Uh, that's a cool design you got. Did you make that? So I, co- I got this buddy over here. He he makes a lot of shirts. Um, like, do you want to come over? Like, to show off the shirt. Like, you might get like way, way inspired from it or something. And I'm just like, I didn't know how to tell him no, but I I, I was kind of like, hey man, I'm just vibing. I'm just like having a time over here. Just like, kind of, just just give me my space a little. Uh, these are not exact words, obviously, no. but um, just like I was just struggling again, like. Just a dude from the crowd like look at my shirt, like, oh I oh <laughs> like obviously, you know, like of some kind of substance. as most people are, but like Yeah.
1: You always appreciate a, a fit compliment. I have been the person. The I don't know if it was the last like night out I was at before Marcy got here, which was maybe a week or two before, was um bordered played a very fucking good set um but yeah the I was absolutely the person who at the end of the night before I left walked up to the person who I had been side not side eye who I had had my eye on their outfit all the evening and said like your outfit's amazing where did you get it that's see that's normal that's fine yeah you don't be like cool shirt <laughs> some people are just cute just cute and awkward it's fine um, that's my job <laughs> Uh, but yeah the um the answer for, in my case was it was a secondhand thing from a random charity store in I think Edinburgh and they didn't know what the brand was in particular they just knew the look was really good and the look was really good but maybe sitting in my camera roll is a picture of the, of the brand icon maybe one day I'll chase down another vintage thing that looks like it we can only hope hmm. so Oh. No. there's no. a there is a, kick. there is a third one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No one can no one came up to uh, ask about my shirt thankfully. But uh while I was up at the front of the stage, I was like, you know, especially what's happening, I was like vibing the fuck out, you know, properly. I don't have rage, I don't know, I was I was to into like raging. But like this is like this random girl that just like just like came up off the stage or something. I think somewhere like trying to get from the stage back to the crowd. Came up just like just unexpectedly came up uh, just gave a little kiss at me, and I was just like oh,
1: what that's what that that just happened there it did, did that just it, clubs are magical wonderful places where affection and joy blooms in all sorts of ways, it's just good it's just good, It
0: was just yeah I was I was like just like very, I was like that was very nice of her, thank you for that
1: hell yeah. So honestly, the...
0: like I feel like normally that would be the thing I'd be thinking about the most, but like honestly, this the set was so the night was so good, <laughs> I was like just fucking off the shits so,
1: Yeah. like just, that, That's clearly much more important. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are the shows we've been to. Yeah. So we did get one for tomorrow night, which is a live electronic night at. One of my favourite venues in town. All I know is that the four artists are all playing electronic music. They're all live. And they've been on cool labels. Like Migo and Planet Me. And that's enough for me to say, like, you know, it's probably a fun time and it's going to be a good vibe. Even if it's weird and indecipherable, we'll have it. We'll have a vibe.
0: Yeah, we're trying to sneak in, like, one last gig. Like, the day before, like, I have to head out of here. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately. But... Yeah, I'm hoping time. that's a good time. We will. We will have a good time. Um of the other things we've got to do. Oh we, we did get to do. We watched the film Crisis of the Future. We did. Any takeaways?
0: You have more than me. I just thought it was a very nice watch. It was a very nice watch. I, there, I, there was like I did not know what to expect going into it other than create some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, body horror, and there's 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 like layers on like stuff I didn't expect, yeah. and like stuff he was like, oh okay, this is what we're is, what, this is what we're doing here.
1: This is what we're doing here. Uh, you hadn't seen any coronavirus before. No, I'd seen a bunch of coronavirus before. He's one of my favorite directors. I was really into it. Spectacularly sedate and calm. I was genuinely not expecting it to end when it did. Which is saying a lot. Um, the. I, mean, I don't need to go all like film, like film critic brain, but like just really cool to see some of the like best, like anxious bits of like, you know, techno pessimism. Turn it into a really considered, really tense, really emotionally thoughtful version of itself. Like decades later, like we did try watch video drum later and you fell asleep on the couch. I did. You did.
0: Because so, what did I do? I had, so I had just had another drink, right? I did
1: have another drink and I fell fast asleep. I just, I missed the middle of it. I did wake up later. You did wake up later, but you know sometimes when you watch Crimes of the Future and Video Drone back to back and it's a fun time, but you also know how much like someone's capable of like emotionally expanding what they're able to explore and all that good stuff. Video drum's still a fucking all-time though. So yeah. Uh I'm sure there are many other great venues <coughs> excuse me. There are many other great venues for you to go. Uh, figure out exactly what to think about uh crimes of the future. Mm. It's a good movie. Go see it. It's fun time.
0: Yeah. Uh just uh just just the last touch from all like the gigs you've been to. Just a just could think about like Bristol as a city and stuff. Mm. Um on the high street we're at, like um just gig posters everywhere. Stuff telling you like stuff, you know, gigs happened in the past, stuff that's coming up. And it, it's, it's very, it's so interesting to be like, for me personally, to be in like a city, it's like, oh, there's just like a bunch of like gigs with like cool people and cool music that like me specifically want to go see. And, uh, it, it's just built for, I like, didn't also like the people, like just all like, you know, out in public just listening to the drum and bass.
1: Yeah. That, that I tried to shazam a tune out of um someone's like I assumed bedroom window, on the street a couple of days ago. The shazam was not correct, but when when the vibe is just you're getting breaks on the street and or dub rattling through, that's one of the big ones. You get sound systems just playing tunes, you know, that leak out and fill the neighborhood every Saturday afternoon through the summer. Like that sets a tone for the city. You're in a, we're in a Korean place.
0: And, like, <laughs> we're just, like, you know, like, waiting for our food and stuff. And they're just playing, like, you know. Lone. Lone Coco Bryce. Autecker, Tri Try Repete. Yeah. Like, like. Like, come on, man. Like, you're just out there and just hear, like, fucking, like, Atecker come on, like, the radio. Man, you can't beat that shit.
1: Yeah, like, fundamentally, like. We uh, we've had chats in the past about like H and M changing room music like my standards are just so much higher when I'm saturated by just stuff of such a higher order like stuff that's so much more invested in the scene and the local place the literal physical place and the like cultural history of the place like I'm honest we are on a high street which is like cultivated whole scenes on its own the like you know the Ronnie sizes and. Die and breaks and crusts of the world have been like performing on and developing a dumb and bass scene around here for years, and that's cultivated a new experimental scene in the center of the town. Like, all of that feels really, really special and really, really particularly local, and that bleeds out into just like what the baseline of culture in the city is. Yeah, and, th- and it's funny, like, people almost say, like, when you ask about music in Bristol, like, the first thought is massive attack and trip up. And like quite clearly, it's come on like so far since then, and like even without needing to have produced some of the most enormous names, has like set uh, like a, a a template and vibe and like aesthetic direction that has like pervaded club music in the UK for. The last two decades.
0: Yeah, before I came here, like years, like before I ever come here, like I understood Bristol as like, like oh yeah, this is where all oh, like the like the very like, not just like drum and bass, but just like like the bass side of like, like UK music. It's like just like sitting like, around.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't want this to to make it sound like Bristol's unique in this. Like Sheffield has had a massive contribution to like its own particular kind of like baseline music. Manchester incredible club scene. Glasgow. Glasgow, yeah. Like, n- say. numbers and related labels and a huge... Lucky me. Lucky me. Just, like, huge cultivation of incredible, like, hip-hop crossover and, like, trancey, big dance music there. London is obviously massive and is going to generate huge artists in a way that most of the other cities simply cannot. Um, the... Uh, Bristol's just got a wildly outsized influence and a massive cultural imprint that seems to keep shaping what the overall scene and the leakage into the wider world is. And that's really fucking impressive. Like, as much as I can say great stuff about, you know, any other given city, even London, like... The work to make dance music in the UK and the world sound the way it is outsized happens in a city like Bristol, like which you, is very fun. You
0: me. notice it when you're like, you're thinking about the drum bass artists from like the UK and there's obviously like the big craft from Mike and stuff. but mm-hmm. when you get to like Bristol, specifically, it's like, you know, you get like R- Ronnie Size, like mainly, uh, you know. Like like the, recordings is a, yeah.
1: the Recordings is a label, just like setting a template that like spawned so many different directions, some of which have become the most dominant and commercially successful. You know, yeah. like there has been a wave of chart stuff. And obviously that is like tied all the way into EDME, like big cultural trends. But like, you know, the baseline where the biggest label in drum and bass is Hospital Records. The biggest label in terms of like cultivating a scene around the label itself mm. has been Hospital Records. Like that is a post-Runny size like jazz-inflected, uh, like liquid lane.
0: Yeah, like dub-infected.
1: Yeah. And, Inflected. Dub and Dub and jazz is like the two backbone components of like a really distinct sound. And like that's not to say like obviously like acid jazz is a huge part of that formula too, and that's not a uniquely Bristol thing. But like you know, all, all we're just trying to do is like. The same thing with like where Batu is right now with time dance, like part of a massive wave, just reorienting what dance music sounds like in this little moment here. And it rules. Hell yeah. And add in Hodge, add in, you know, the the like Shout out Nudes Radio. Yeah. Nudes as a yeah, nudes as a station. Like every single step of this is like big components of this big complex tapestry that just feels really really cool to be at a place that feels a bit more alive and a bit more special a bit more crucial than most See, it's cool yeah i recommend it uh very very much of course city so can we do this without actually listening to all the tracks
0: just this- no, we can't listen to all of them. No, we got to go like just first glance. It's 97,
1: we've got, to, we've got to try and just like immediate takes. Immediate takes. So the last... We thought, the, we thought that, okay, just for the record, we thought this day of. Yeah, we literally <laughs> saw this a couple hours ago, which just like, this might be fun. So FIFA 23, the most British video game <laughs> of all time, is coming out very soon. And to celebrate, you know, you know, generally, you know, Englandness. We thought we'd have a look at what's on the official soundtrack to FIFA twenty three.
0: Yeah, I'm here proper in a uh, soccer country. Mm. Or
1: no, well, football country. You're not allowed to call it. That. Um, Fuck. And you know, I got 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 up here with my respects to FIFA 4. So we have here a list of ninety seven songs. Good, just got to go very fast. With the takes. Yes. So let's go for it. Okay. Uh, spitting off the end of the world. So sort of spitting off the edge of the world by the Yeah, yeah Yeahs and Parfum Genius. I'm going to go one by one. Uh, yeah, let's just do it. Oh, okay. Very quick take. Um, I can't wait, those two collabs. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure why they collabed, but I'm interested, remarkably. Uh, DC Rot and Yune Pinku. Any ideas? Those aren't two. There's track Track title, artist title. Look, I said DC Rot by Yune Pinku. You said and. Oh, with and, you know...
0: Not the same thing.
1: No, it isn't the same thing, but I'm going to power through as if it were. Any opinions? I have no idea. Neither. Uh army by cry a lot. I need to listen to this. This is uh,
0: Sarah Bavineo's, uh solo project.
1: It is. I, I scroll down to tr- try and get some artist info immediately, and I'm immediately very excited for that. Daniela uh, Lolita? Tanya Razón. Is that Lampop?
0: Uh, looks like it. Potentially. I mean, they got a feature on that. He's just getting a record. Ooh. It's going, yeah.
1: Hell yeah. In which case, that is something to have a look at. Um, Aqua Marine feature Michael, Michael Kiwanuka from Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Good record. It's a good record. A very samey record. Yeah. But like, just an incredibly consistently gr- good. Incredibly
0: record. consistent record.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's stunningly consistent. Flume and Caroline Polichek's Sirens.
0: Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, they, they definitely, uh, Flume definitely fit Colin Polacek into, like, his formula, you know, how to make a Fume song.
1: Yeah, uh, th- you go back to the Flume episode that Boom Boom Me did. It's, you know, you know? Yeah.
0: I, yeah, just the new record is just like, you know, I didn't have the same complaints about the Fume mixtape that you had. Yeah. Had. Like, you know, I got a sense of it. It It's, it's fully played out in the record, I think.
1: Yeah. Phoenix, Nezra, Koenig tonight. a scary energy. That incredibly, I'm worried about it. Denzel Curry and as uh, Zatoichi? Yeah, Is that uh, a track you know.
0: Yeah, I uh, it's not an arm a break in it.
1: <gasps> Denzel Curry's got on an a break track.
0: It's not. It's no. It's not a full. No, he just threw it in there for the for the hook. Uh, fact. No, he's he wasn't. He's no. He's not out there enough to do a just a drum and bass track.
1: Fair. Shout out to Denzel Curry, like still one of the artists I've gone back to more than most than I'd ex- more, ba- more than I'd expect, frankly. Um DOS, look. Run up those numbers, on Das. Run up the fucking numbers. This is a this is a wonderful track. Um not even my favourite on that EP by a long stretch, and it's still a banger. Um Big Pig with fun. Uh no idea
0: what to expect, but
1: uh... I like the artist name. I see metronomy here. I see people also like Arlo Parks. I'm getting like big label edgier vibes off this. It's not looking great. Uh, Bonobo and O'Flynn, Otomo. Uh, Bonobo takes.
0: Uh, I remember seeing the recent like Pitchfork review. Uh, what was it
1: complimentary? The... I do not know. No,
0: it was, it was just like 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 they're taking me. Out. I was like, damn, why is. Bonobo's still around, huh? We kind of <laughs> don't need them anymore.
1: Yeah, no, th- I mean, we didn't need them about a decade ago, so.
0: Mm. We have outgrown the need for Bonobo. You yeah. know, I don't have any things to
1: say of them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just th- like moody, instrumental white boy hip hop is not a thing that we actually need much of. George That's F- not, J- fun. That's not fun, bro. But But I was like, chill out hip hop stuff, right? No. No, they're very much (laughs) a knock taco ish like, fortet lion. Yeah, no, I mean, like, so, I mean, but more hip-hop-y than Fortet, like, considerably more. Like, that, it was, it was, it's like, grown-up beats to, it's lo-fi hip-hop beats to sit in a traffic jam on the way back from your office job, too. That's what it is.
0: Uh, a white I will hear it in the back. It's got some hip-hop influences in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we go. Uh, <laughs>
1: George Fitzgerald and Panda Bear, past tense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> George Fitzgerald, I am deeply sceptical of. I'm seeing lots of ads for this record on public transport. It's clearly getting a push. I remember the, the, the Deep House wave of George Fitzgerald at the front of it. And I'm now like a bit mm, about the idea of him coming back. But that's just a gut level take. I haven't had any of the new stuff. So maybe he's changed direction. Any, any, anything to add?
0: Uh, you're not getting any more collective takes out of
1: me. No.
0: I'm I, I, I replaying uh, Bliss for Ignorant on this one.
1: Wonderful. Effie, not yours. Any ideas? Uh,
0: we're doing,
1: oh, some techno playlists. Uh, they're on the Warehouse Project 2022 list, among others. Uh, interesting fans also like I Do Not Know This Ice, but that's like
0: We've really not prepped for this at all. No, at d-
1: all. To, you know. Who cares? Dog Food featuring Denzel Curry by IDK. Uh,
0: this is pretty good. I mean, I haven't heard... I don't, think, I don't recall the track exactly, but this is off a... Uh, uh, I Don't Know EP that's uh, entirely produced by Kate Trinata. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah. Which, it's funny, because I don't know, it's like... Uh, it always seemed to me like an artist who has
1: punched under his weight. Wow! <laughs> um, I said IDK just to hedge my bets because that's factually what is. I mean IDK. Uh, yeah, it's. It, I think it's IDK actually. There we go. But yeah, um, Remy Wolf. Quiet on set. Anything?
0: Uh, uh, don't know. Got tons of plays.
1: Yeesh. Um, I'm seeing good vibes and good energy playlists and that's not a positive thing yeah uh where, where, where i've lost my place uh yeah uh no no, no times that's... changed by morgrab double d e uh d double e and novelist morgrab's fun what that's really fun um
0: i mean i see i see a trap look well, if there's d double e and novelist on there it's like you know there's probably something cooking there there's probably something there unless they're, unless they're fucking up but... nah
1: I trust, FK Twigs and Shygirl, Papi Bones of Caprisons.
0: I still need to hear this
1: record. It's a weird mixtape. Like I don't love it. There's some really fun moments in it. in the Club is genuinely quite great, quite, you know, fun. I don't think it stuck with me particularly hard, but also like it judging against Magdalene, which is like an impossible thing to do. I think
0: F- FK Twigs should have the space to put out a record where they don't feel burdened with like having to put out like a very big statement piece.
1: And that's just good. I'm pleased. Uh, highch Bana? so sick of me. Any ideas? Uh,
0: I do not know. Um, I don't recognize any of these. Uh, okay, no, I do recognize Lil Silva and the uh artists but
1: Yeah. Again, quite a lot of quite vibesy. I'm getting a lot of vibes vibes. Uh, Liam and Wiki the Reapers. I know Wiki. Shout out Wiki. What Wiki, whatever. Nice. Uh
0: part of a uh, from your King who's gone to like a very like, a great uh soul career. Uh check him out.
1: Hell yeah. Um Stuck in the Middle by Green Tea Peng. I'm getting again okay, this one's more like straightforwardly like knows what it is, it's soul R and B stuff. Again, quite vibesy eh, fine again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Vibes merchants important part of the FIFA course soundtrack Near Archives Forbidden Feelings Shout out Nia Archives Shout out Just, just good
0: Yeah just really on, on that wave of like uh, Honestly like Like I don't know Like TikTok influenced Like uh, you, know, you know You know Pink Panther is Usher the Wave you know? yeah, yeah yeah And near, near Archives You know Writing it But obviously doing her own thing And also like Just very You know Obviously like having like a new like energy, like new you know new vibes happening, but obviously still like hey, I'm playing drum and bass music. Yeah, right I I like swirling. I'm I am singing I am singing over it but it's, it's very much drum and bass music. <laughs>
1: don't get it twisted. Willow Kane, White City. Any ideas? Uh oof.
0: Uh <laughs> Uh I mean I don't I can't judge, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Uh, apparently Willow Kane has thrown her hat in the ring as one of the UK's most vivid, genre blind pop-provocateurs. Uh, no ideas. We'll find out. Yeah. Um... We'll we'll have a listen to this playlist later,
0: after we record recording.
1: Yeah, exactly. might have more interesting takes, but we won't hear them. This is fine. Uh, Ebay and Pasali, made of gold.
0: Wow, I do not recognize. Some interesting features. Yeah, you know, seems like a UK rapper. You know, probably probably alright, probably good. Yeah, got feature on rapper
1: Ross- songs, which I clearly do not remember. They're
0: on that new release from a record,
1: Which I also have to listen to. Yeah, baby. Be... Ooh, yeah. Again, no ideas here, but like, um, people also listen to Some with Me and More Mother." Yeah, okay, I'm I'm into this. Uh, Muddy Monk, something. Uh, no ideas. Neither. Uh, Aluya Jagner.
0: Uh, also don't. I don't know a lot of these people, as you can imagine. It's fine, we don't know a lot of these people. That's
1: just okay. Seems like there's a lot of, like, I I don't know about concerted effort. There's always been a massive strain of just, like, picking up on stuff and, like, The the bubbling through institutionally recognized stuff in British pop music. And I'm getting the feeling that just like people have shifted their bets from small indie bands to like singer songwriter projects that are like just a bit more culturally relevant. (laughs) And that's okay, it's just that means that like as with previous FIFA Call, 50% 50% of this is going to get a label push for a couple of years at the very least and some of this is just going to sink and no one's going to hear about it ever again. Oh, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Um, Lou and the Yakuza. Kisei. Uh, Luce and the Yakuza? Lou. Luce? No idea. Yeah, uh, Apparently yeah. she studied philosophy, that's all I care about. Mm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah uh known as wax in ocean breathe
0: then wax are i should know more about probably yeah i'm
1: not gonna lie one of those artists who like how can i put it like makes the kind of dance music that has existed and will always exist and is merely fine and that's okay
0: yeah i've always yeah i've always been like kind of puzzled I'm, like their long stay on like a, as a Web records, uh artist. Yeah, it's just fine.
1: Sometimes it's a mid and that's okay.
0: Yes, I, I can't
1: I can't see that. I don't, I don't know as well. I I mean having tried to listen and not going much out. Uh I'm not gonna dig any further. Uh Moa Moa dry. I do not recognise at all. I've not been playlisted before, so this is probably I got a big break! Wow. Wow. The description on there said Chonky Pop. Chonky, yeah. The Nox featuring totally enormous extinct dinosaurs walking on water. is an easy joke here. Uh, what's that? I thought they were extinct. Oh, yeah. Wow. You're riffing on the extinct in yeah. the name. I
0: have no idea how to read uh, 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 Teeth. I, 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 I don't want to read. Them. I, I
1: just say Teeth because I don't want to read the whole thing out. Just there is still just the Garden Recaliber remix, which is unimpeachable. Like a genuinely incredible piece of drum and bass.
0: Uh, I like, I don't know them well enough, but they pop like just their name just like pops up like
1: here and everywhere. A bizarre amount. and it's a bad name for a band. So yeah, Ed, Mama used to say, mm. "This this is a man with a pair of Sennheises and some gl- glowing lighting." Um, he's described as having a precocious musical ability, if I had to guess, he's the sort of like, you know, EDM plus producer. Mm. Uh, he, he, it looks like the kind of artist page that could be a Spotify in-house artist, mm. which is depressing. Let's move on. Um, uh, Chapaca Wrestling? No idea. Four Round Table? Neither. Lane A, Arctic Lake, all I want, anything.
0: I think that's just uh, like, uh, yeah, like EDM house guy.
1: us uh, it's, it's got yeah, yeah, it really of beats. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you need some pro trance. Hell yeah. Um, Odessa behind the sun.
0: I've always kind of avoided because it's. I just got the vibes of like mid from them.
1: Yeah, I mean sometimes they, sometimes an act just whiffs. Just give you like, mid they vibes. Just, they just have the stench of the you know about it. Uh, Milk blood disco closure in all caps. Oh. All every all of their uh, track names are in all caps. They only started releasing in 2022. And they are been discovered on gaming playlists. Hey. shout
0: to alternative beats.
1: Yeah, uh, this 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 is giving me TikTok energy. Maybe I'm not sure.
0: I'm get. Hmm hmm. Wow. hmm This is the thing. TikTok is scary because it'll just like run up like a bunch of artists and you will have no idea about it and they never will.
1: No. Uh, Hack Baker, bricks in the wall. Any clues?
0: Uh, I did not. Uh, their real popular track is called "Minneapolis well Rhythm,"
1: which sounds promising. Peace, love, and fucking points. Let's have it. A. Uh, that, that's got an energy to it. Um, Sone M.I.A. No idea. So I swear I recognize. Do I have anything useful to say other than? I swear like this is someone I remember from back in the deep house wave and thought was like kind of insubstantial and just sounded pleasant, which is like quite a fatal way to describe an electronic artist. Rosalia Soko. Run up those numbers, dream about Rosalia. Motta just an excellent album. Run it up, run it up. Uh, for the Great and Angela Kijo, let me be great. I mean, I really like the bits of the Kidjo I remember, but like it's been a it's been a minute. I sort mm. of don't really know if I have anything to add.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Or, uh, yeah, uh, I need I need to. Yeah, I wish I I've heard more. for the Great. I feel like I'm like one of those things I've been just uh, in the dark about. Uh, baby Tate Petty. I need to I need to listen to Baby Tate. I
1: have not. She
0: seems very cool.
1: Got a good look.
0: Yeah. A very fun look. Uh, yeah, got checker stuff.
1: Disclosure and Ray Waterfall. What are Disclosure doing? What are they doing now? They're doing streams. Like, the, the majority of the exposure I get to Disclosure right now is because I have always had a sort of like dip into like music production YouTube. It's a lot of Disclosure streams that have ended up on YouTube and they just do seem to be, like, having a fun time being professional musicians, like, just enjoying, like, knowing the tricks of the trade, and, like, I, I get the distinct feeling that they are, like, sitting in a spot where they know they could be more adventurous and are choosing not to because this is a thing that they are very good at. Um... Which is cool, and that's just okay. Like the moment for them as a like a groundbreaking artist was never really real in the first place, but it's also very much. Past.
0: We, we want we we wanted to believe. Sorry. We want we wanted to believe. Oh yeah, we didn't mean as much, but they had some
1: good songs. Yeah, no, they, they definitely. It wasn't just they had some good songs. It was very much like there was a moment where they were heralding a genuine transformation of what pop sounded like in the UK. And that wasn't because that they were, like, uniquely talented or anything like that, it was just they caught like, I said exactly the fucking right moment. And that gives you no guarantees about their future trajectories, but... We ended up with one of the better timelines, I guess?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I, I just think about, like, that, you know, the time when they're popping off and, like, you know, like, yeah, the average person here is like, Oh, what's this house music? House
1: Whoa. music? Whoa, house what's this thing going on here? Yeah, house music. Um uh, Chase and Status Takara. Don't be scared. I don't think I've heard anything off this new Chase and Status. I have not heard any of the new Chasing Status. Again, we saw this album cover and both immediately thought Yes,
0: right, yeah. <laughs> like I see the album cover and think just, just it 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 feels like a rip of the Hudson Mohawk chimes record. 100 percent Um which is not the best thing. You know, Chase uh Chase and Status, you know, they, they got their lane. They do have their lane. I, I'm still I'm still puzzled by their not actually jungle record. But you know, try to you know, try to the, tried their best to pay respects and you know, they have some good
1: tunes, yeah. You know. Uh we've got uh SIBA and Electric Fields must be love. Any ideas?
0: Uh I do not
1: very oh is this new disco it looks kind of new disco
0: new disco new disco yeah i've got nothing they're, oh, they're, uh, oh it's on my future classic playlist mm. uh sun hollow
1: all the all the hype uh
0: very established future bass artist uh oh he's he, i like him fair enough uh he's put on a lot of uh some cool people shout out uh underscores reserve, oasis and bit bird
1: uh, where have we got two? Are we not even, like, halfway? We're not fucking halfway. It's <laughs> why, did we... <laughs> why did we decide this is a good idea? I think we didn't realize there were 90 plus tracks. Uh, Fire Pit by Phantoms and Big Wild.
0: Uh, you are not know better than me how to react.
1: Do I? Do I? I'm not sure. It's fucking spinning ice. Like, I don't...
0: No, no, no. it's scroll up.
1: Like I, I think we're dealing with EDM here. I think it's fine. We can we can safely yeah. slide away. Uh, smoke DZA and Gold Talk. Gold Talk. DZA DZA. Dza. Smoke Dza. Does I? Uh, is this a fucking? I don't know hmm. that. Just I assume I keep I keep that way of pronouncing combinations of letters he's, he's, like that. Too he's in that
0: sort of lane. He's in that uh land of like currency and like uh. Yeah, who's the other people in this? Uh, I mean, obviously, like, Wiz. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cool guy. Uh, girl, uh, girl Talk. Who is, f- for some reason, settled in a lane where, like, uh, I've just kind of given up on the whole music mashup thing because can't do that shit anymore. Yeah. And I've just kind of become a, like, trying to transition to as a powerhouse, like, producer guy. Who's, like, producing for, like, a young nudie? Interesting.
1: I mean, I'm, I'd never like, really... yeah. I never really- I like, don't, currency? I don't get it. Because, I mean, fundamentally, the mashup thing was done better by good mashup artists. Yeah. Doing I... more illegal things.
0: Yeah. I just, I never, I never quite got girl talk. Neither. Fix your face, but see I... you soon. I just listened to my friends who made mashups. You're much better. They're just doing better.
1: Uh, any opinions about this?
0: I don't know, but they seem like a very internet artist.
1: Is it... Hmm. What What is going on here? I cannot actually pause. What is going on here? Uh,
0: there might be some, might be some, uh, a band I can rock out. Wow. And yeah, I, I don't know.
1: Neither. <laughs> uh, Sad Eyes, little Extra, Nothing Nowhere. I'm not okay. Oh, you got some. Is this some sad boy here? There's some boy? sad boys here. We got some fucking sad boys. Look at this, look at this artwork. Look at that. Look at that, it's so sad. Look at that. Look at that. I'm so into this. I love the look.
0: Yeah, uh, I um, didn't seem to have collabed with anyone that I would know. So I feel good being like uh, a little judgmental here.
1: I mean, you say that, like right there. I mean, that that's not to say anything, I'm just like, you don't know this person either, but they have collabs. I'm, I'm so
0: just well. saying, like, if, if they've, like, brushed up with like, digi I know.
1: Oh, fair. Uh, nothing, nowhere. Is this anyone we know? I've seen that name somewhere. Any familiar? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Seem like. Uh, the, either, rapper guy. Either way, the fact that this is, like, poking through the, like full-on you know that the the tiktok guy who just screams at his phone <laughs> incoherently <laughs> um the fact that that energy is poking through is incredibly exciting nurse uh 4016 building he's just kind of in a little
0: noon. He's kind of in a little restaurant right
1: now. He's like, oh, no, he's supposed some be records. He's some good records. No, no. Uh, uh, good, job. Yeah, good job, man. Yeah, Sylvana, Imam, and Jacques, maybe? Hella vegan up. Or, I don't know. Your guest is as good as mine. Yeah, I do not know. Not at all. Guessing
0: Swedish. I, is, I have no idea how entertaining this is to everyone.
1: Who cares? It's going on the playlist, you, and you can literally turn this playlist, this podcast off at any point now. No, but keep listening. Uh, Crooked Colors, feel it. Mm. You, you're making a noise. Do you, and do you know who Crooked Colors? Ah, uh, no. Seeing deep house, seeing new disco, mm. Mm.
0: label-friendly dance music.
1: Yeah, this is. Giving me horrible energy. Um, Samekuti and Blackthor, uh Kuku Kimi remix. I mean, just the idea of a Samekuti and Blackthorn track is just a cool thing. Probably cool. I, I that's probably the track I want to listen to the most of this playlist right now. Hmm. Uh, coffee, pull up. Coffee. I've not heard enough coffee.
0: But I should. I should one more.
1: Hmm. I'm trying to pause that track title.
0: Yeah, hell yeah! They're on a they're on a song from the Gran Turismo Seven soundtrack with uh,
1: Idris Elba, Lil TJ, Devito. Oh, that's that's a that's a list. Uh, uh, Gardner actually Spider. Select like the J-Man. Disturb them. Just a drum bass artist. Does look like it?
0: Hell yeah! Wow, and are, uh, an art an action a, a real guy. Oh, wow!
1: We got a real guy here. We got a we got a dude. We, we got a fella here. Um, Mangus Mangas Saint Hilaire? Jelani Blackman, maybe not. Any anything? Uh,
0: do I know? Seem like UK rapper.
1: Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Strummy, fille de joie.
0: Uh, mean strum, eh? you mean, eh? Yeah, you kind of you kinda um, know
1: what you're
0: getting into. Yep. Yeah. Uh. Oh, it's Monty. Hey, shout out Monty Bisturs. Yeah. Uh, uh. Tell me, tell me
1: about
0: it. Uh, just uh, like fellow label artist on um, with uh, Axe Press on uh, 1985. Ah, oh, hell yeah, yeah. I finally got some drum and bass.
1: Uh, Moxie and died. Uh, Mo- okay, Moxie's <laughs>
0: No, they're, they're people I actually know. Uh, they're just, like, some, like, EDM house guys that, like, were, like run up on uh, the Cause Claws' wrong family label that I've known for many years. Mm. And, yeah, put out some, like, stuff that I like, Yeah? You know? Hell yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. But obviously, I've listened to, like, you know, a lot more House now. Yeah. And, but, like, I just know got my fondness for them.
1: Yeah, Freaking Discovered on the Trap Mojito playlist. Um, If you're looking for a vibe check. Um... This one I'm interested by. Labyrinth, lift, lift off. Labyrinth has created some of the like single most iconic tracks of the like early wave of you know crutch or some sort of shit. Because like he followed immediately after Tiny Temper, who Pass Out is a impeccable like literally perfect track. Earthquake I think is underrated. Earthquake I think is like. Possibly like one of the hidden gems of like the the, the club pop crossover of the early two, uh, 2010s. I want to know what Labyrinth is up to right now. That's
0: uh, doing music for the uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, yeah, Euphoria <laughs> soundtrack. Cool. Um,
1: Sophie, big Tool. Not, not that does. Not, not that one.
0: No. Way less, it's one seems way less interesting
1: <laughs> uh, BBC introducing artists don't recognise any of the other people on this list I feel old classic Y2K k esthetic does like does FIFA just like go out to like labels oh 100% be, like, yeah. yeah the A&R they do the A&R work they do on this is very extensive uh, Black Wave and Abby the Nomad I uh, do not
0: recognise
1: Belgian-based hip-hop duo. When it when, it's so nice when the bios on Spotify actually tell you what the fuck the group is <laughs> in any way whatsoever. Wow. Um, the Belgian hip-hop. You know. Hey. Nice. Uh, what's the Raiden M's ready for them? Um, uh, drum-based artists. Oh yeah. Uh, they're, they're um,
0: uh, yeah, a collection of guys. I forget who exactly, but they are like. The yeah. guys who formed like your own thing. Much like uh, King of the Rollers. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Um, I am seeing them on hospital stuff. I'm seeing them on fabric stuff. I'm seeing them on...
0: They, yeah, they fight like... On you rinse, know, tapes. Like, yeah. Gigs is like, yeah, it's much of a... Show me eyes.
1: Nice. Uh, Hayden James, Cassian, and Elderbrook on your own. Do I recognize... I don't recognize that.
0: Seems, seems a little uh, deep housey. Seems a little the, deep housey. This
1: future classic, I see. Is, I get some future base energy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. is that
0: Pecking Duck in the uh, related artists section? Sure is. P- pecking, pecking.
1: Mm, y- yeah. Mm. Uh, we just move on. I'm not. Don't wanna get hung up. Kung's and the Knox people.
0: Knox on here twice.
1: Coons, apparently. Coons. From the south of France. Uh he, he started his musical career with a djembe gifted by his parents to him at the age of five. He sounds great. I wanna hang out with him at a bar. Uh Pongo. That's that sounds like a fake name. Uh, uh eh, Pongo. Uh, yeah. African artist?
0: Uh, uh, when the popper songs is a uh, performance on colors on uh, the YouTube show
1: oh, you have that okay. kind of lane yeah 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 okay now I'm immediately much more interested in this than I thought it'd be cool Um, Young Franco, J Prince Scroof is a close encounter
0: that J Prince?
1: which J Prince? is it the same J Prince? is it the right J Prince?
0: I think a different.
1: I think we're a different guy. If to get mixed up. Screwfizz is a UK rapper who I genuinely do like. Um, I still think his high water mark was, honestly, like, right when he was breaking through. And on MJ Cole beats. Uh, which was a fun time. But, Young Franco, I do not recognise as a producer
0: i think of James Prince, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Australian club
0: artist. Right, maybe I'm of J Prince. No, it's, no, it's J Prince, but no, it's, it's the letter J. He's, the, he's oh. the guy who supposedly stopped the Drake discount from coming out. Uh response to push oh. a team. That guy, who also has like, you know, ties to like, you know, like, you know, like Chicago games and stuff.
1: Cool nathan day kind
0: of free uh why can't remember his yeah.
1: name? nathan day hello alien apparently uh, an australian surf and summery rock artist. i some blackpool wow uh Curtis uh, richer way better work it out uh I don't know. nothing AC e. Slater AC <laughs> e. Slater a you know, Black uh, Moxie and Kate waltz AC e. Slater
0: uh, very earlyish um guy who established that like early, you know, like base house c like EDM thing yeah. like uh you know like
1: 2010s the second time to Moxie right yeah um Bianca Costa uh Unana this... Their description is in French. Uh, yeah. Um, but Brazilian, Portuguese, French in some. Isn't no? That's uh. A... So I mean, born in Brazil, and yeah, raised raised in Portugal and France. Okay, and yeah, then it's probably
0: Portuguese then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So, but just a a mix of I mean it, French language in some to some extent. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Let's
1: see what that's like again. Deep YTK aesthetics like. Post Charlie, post Rosalia, like that's clearly like one of the easy ways to market and visually brand something. Joy Club and Teaks lifted. Joy Club. Recognise this at all?
0: No. Four hundred twenty nineteen.
1: A Beetha pool party, massive pop remixes again. I get very label, label dance music vibes from that. Uh, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. You can't Nail have
0: a smarter soundtrack with Jack. Harlow.
1: Nail Tech.
0: Nail Tech. Interesting, not a record off the off the album.
1: No, but it's still very popular. Um. Do you got a do you got a one sentence Jack Harlow take? Uh, don't put that on me. <laughs> Moving on. Seagulls falling apart. <laughs> uh.
0: uh?
1: Looks like a band.
0: They look like a, wow, a British rock band.
1: Can't Seagulls. A... Seagulls. Have we really run out of band names?
0: Tell We've been what... run out of band names.
1: Gorgon City and Drama, you've done enough.
0: Oh, uh, very much in that, uh, yeah, 5 vibey,
1: like, EDM Lin. Again, like...
0: Stop, very established, really, uh, vibes music.
1: Yeah. Arkwood's uh, First Flight to Mars. Any wow! This feels like some viral. This this has the the, the like deeply viral energy to it, which is fun. That I, I love how I love how I'm judging shit based on how I expect people have discovered it. It's so horrible. I don't like this about me, but it's gonna happen. Uh, Venice. Can't sleep. We're almost there. Like.
0: We're getting it. We're running
1: through. The last 20%. Any ideas here? Venice. Venice. They've put out two songs ever.
0: Two songs ever.
1: This Verified is- Verified artist though. Oh yeah.
0: Oh wait, no. Put, well, check the label. Hold on. The... No, no, don't play the- No, like, check the thing. What like, what, what label have they been put on?
1: Uh, can't sleep. One too many. Wow. Wow.
0: Oh, is there on the uh, label with uh, Renaissance. yeah.
1: So yeah, clearly they've got their sync right down. Uh, cool. Uh, where are we? Role model forevermore. Uh, Any ideas? Uh,
0: bad vibes.
1: Horrible vibes, like bad vibe. terrible oh, oh, oh. vibes. Terrible. Easygoing and often strummy pop. His
0: name is Tucker Pillsbury.
1: <laughs> I don't like this man. Um, P money and whiny. Sorry, hey. not sorry.
0: Is this uh? Hold on, going uh What labels just put on? Ooh. Uh, the yeah, yeah. It's a hospital records release. Shit.
1: It's a hospital release. I mean. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're we'll yeah, whiny. Uh Wellheim, whiny. Channel, house house representation. Horrible little shadow moustache going on in this in this in this press image. Also, that's the same image as that reverse. That's very <laughs> that's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> that's very funny. Um But yeah, I didn't spot the little H. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking P Money's on a hospital now. That's P Money is getting out. Hey. Not bad. Uh, Harry Stone, daydreaming. Um... Choir Boy AF, I want to dunk you into a toilet. In the,
0: in the dunk to, in the dunk, uh, dunk
1: zone. Um, I, I tried to do the sound of being dunked and it did not work. Um, no, it's gotta be
0: a splash. Yeah. I think that, no, you gotta think of a dunk tank, like a carnival.
1: Oh! He's gonna get gunned. You,
0: you, you hit the ball you hit the bullseye the yeah. and then, in, in the tank.
1: Michael Calfan and Leo Stannard are better. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Is this some... Oh, is this some, Ooh, corporate... some EDM there. This is some high-tier EDM. We're seeing Axwell. We're seeing Freddie Legrand. The Firebeats. Oh, EZ. hell yeah. Wow, wow. Uh, Michael Calfan is an artist who brings a fresh perspective to the electronic music climate. Um, wow, well,
0: his attitude is about having fun and not taking life seriously. I, I,
1: I do love the marketing copy. Uh, moving on. James BKS and the big hash high level this is off a new record called walls of africa
0: uh this it looks promising you yeah, know it looks really promising this uh well pull the record again
1: walls of africa but one of two Who's, yeah, got, this yeah. Got, oh this has got money um, yeah album, sims. sims yeah this has just got oh well i am well i am a. yeah this is just an interesting gang of people collaborating that's one
0: to check
1: out. Oh, Lodato and Janice Robinson dreamer. Any ideas here? Uh that's yeah. not a good sign <laughs> the image. Hey. He's from Queens, he's Spinning on spin. Spinning. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, hey. I mean, just look at that fucking CG work. Hey. They don't they don't they don't do that like that outside of you know making making me shudder. Uh, Chuino and Victor Heredia, Tierra Zanta, I'm guessing Latin pop, or...
0: Uh, I'm guessing Latin rapper.
1: Latin rapper. Uh,
0: don't quite recognize,
1: though. Interesting. Victor Heredia... It looks like a much old, like, trad. Probably a sample. It's, I, if it's not a sample, then I want to know about the collab. Um, Graham Lake and Avelino. I feel like I recognize this. Am I missing something? I don't recognize this. Graham Lake, a boy who's beaten up in his press photos with some obvious makeup cuts, but I, mm, it works. I see Todd the T here. I see he H. I see Young and yeah. Malone. Okay, you hear yeah. Interesting. Um, always like a boy who markets himself by being beaten up. Uh, Shen Si Run Run.
0: Shen Xia, ha- who had like, a you know, the big hit uh, that she had. Uh, Which is? It was yeah. a song with like a, like a stacked like, remix thing. and What's that? I don't know. I don't see it here though. Hmm enough, but all the other hurt, like I've heard one other song for It it's not a crazy
1: <laughs> in a good way or a bad way.
0: In like a, no, in a, in like a very like like like, like kind of eye poking way. It's like oh. oh, this
1: is <laughs> exciting. Uh, who I'm guessing? Sunshine. Uh, mysterious UK duo who have been. Institu- mm. Is is this some DJs who put masks on?
0: Hmm. There's already like a big EDM guy who's made that his thing, and they're just trying to do that.
1: There are like four of them. They just have different masks. Bad Boy Tim's in uh, Olomide, I'm guessing? Uh, Is this... Yeah, I was guessing Nigerian hip-hop. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Alright. No idea There's
0: probably some grime on here I just don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> But no that, that very much is like just looks like Nigerian Like From Nigeria Not like yeah. British Nigerian Yeah Unique Manent German R R B Can't tell Can't tell
0: Can't tell yeah. On FIFA though
1: Rapper and I'm verse elm I'm not never no all right moving on before I dig myself holes uh lewd and dear sunday want to stay well you look very pleasant
0: I think I've heard of this guy but
1: on hot hits australia dance hits massive dance hits beast mode
0: australian guy uh
1: friction
0: alchemist
1: not that alchemy.
0: Yeah. A different one.
1: Um, and this Sunday. Huh. This is not the vibe I was expecting.
0: No. Uh,
1: don't, know, don't know what to make of this one. No, Western Australian though. Clearly just a bit of Australian presence. Um, C Playground. Uh, UK rapper, drum and bass. Mm. Interesting. I do not know, but seems like a
0: seems
1: like a nice lad. I'm uh, very dapper. He's got a fucking Barbara, He's got the Burberry print umbrella. I I'm into it. I want to actually hear that. Um, Bad Bunny. Um, is Instead it. I mean, it's Bad Bunny. It's gonna be great. Big, Biggest sound of the air. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Somewhat straightforward. Uh, feels and uh, BNXN.
0: Uh,
1: More Nigerian stuff. Yeah. Central, sea, Central obs- C obsessed with you. I do not know Central Sea.
0: Uh, I mean, uh, UK crime artist who's, you know, catching up on the world. Fair enough. Catching some virality. Virality. Uh, for, first crime artist to get a lyrical lemonade video. Wow that is a thing okay hell yeah i don't know i mean uh, the song I'll, I'll show you the song later
1: cool fine um bachelor j belvin and tiny
0: that's just like it's on
1: that's just great um rose gray tiny pretty than.
0: shout out tiny legendary what what like goddamn fucking legendary artist like people gotta put respect on this man
1: that's that's the way to market your song. Your song, that's just so good.
0: Look at the plate. Look at look. Do you see the plays on there?
1: Yeah. Over 500 million. For a fucking anime girl, I you love to see it. Uh, Rose grey, prettier than you. We're almost there. We're so almost there. Get two more, yeah. Uh, this looks incredibly curated. It's literally on the discovered on H and M music
0: playlist. Hey, good energy, goodbye. Brilliant.
1: Final track, Baker Mat Madan King. Um,
0: I've heard there's a name and can't put a, a sound to it other than
1: Vibey Dance Guy Was Discovered on Happy Beat, Summer 22, Power Hour and Saxophone House Ayo <sighs> Okay, summary
0: As was NAP for court players
1: A bunch of shit that you don't know A bunch of shit that you don't know some of it is going to, some of it is like UK artists who I'm like vaguely interested to see whether they're just like a flash in the pan label push, or if there's something really there. Some global hits that are just going to land, like Rosalie and Bad Bunny are just like no, like they are surefire hits. That is awesome, great, very good after them there.
0: I like that Jack Carl is like just like the one normal American guy
1: on here. So <laughs> strange. Interested about the Nigerian hip-hop, I'm interested about the British hip-hop, we don't know. Um, I feel like I'm getting old when I find a whole generation of even drum and bass artists who are just like completely b- b- like new to me, which is just very funny. Um, the lack of like new cutting-edge dance stuff is interesting. I was expecting try to some stuff. Really? I was expecting more interesting weird But it's, it's
0: stuff. like you're, you're getting bonobo
1: cuts. You're getting fucking bonobo cuts. There you go, there you go. We've gone massively longer than we expected talking about the fucking FIFA soundtrack. Gotta,
0: I hope you enjoyed We can make a
1: better FIFA soundtrack. Than we that. could absolutely make a better make it, No, let's not do that. What we should do is make a mix. That's a better use of our time and energy. Mm. This has nice. been a pleasure. This has been a joy.
0: I have no idea how long you've been here,
1: but it's probably a good amount of time. It's been two hours. Has it? Oh. literally been two hours. I can see the time there.
0: Oh shit. Hey! mark! Oh.
1: It's going to get cut. It's fine. Probably. Maybe. I'm not sure. There's
0: like five minutes where you're just trying to look up the thing and just couldn't find it.
1: I do not find it. But hey,
0: that's a podcast. That's a fucking
1: podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope people like it. I hope yeah. fucking... Yeah. Um, this should go up probably in very short order as a temporary stopgap, because I've been too busy with having fun with Marcy to get the edits done for our next episodes. The episode coming up will be the Hannah, Mark and Boo episode about Flylo and Linkin Park and... Trying to remember the last artist, but I think I've already ed- You're yeah, to this in post. I'm gonna edit- no I'm not going to, it is those two and another mystery artist who I will you will hear next Wednesday. Uh-huh. Have fun. I've
0: been I've been waiting for this episode for weeks, and like because of me, you're it's the been problem. put off.
1: You're the problem. Uh, enjoy feeling like you're the problem. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs>